Welcome to Coaching Through Cancer, a show for partners, spouses, friends, and family of those fighting cancer. Daryl Taylor is a certified coach, a widower, and father. He knows firsthand the struggles that spouses and families go through after a cancer diagnosis. If you're in the battle of your life, you are not alone. This is the place for you. We're all familiar with love languages. Touch, words of affirmation. I think one's called doing things together. I might be wrong. Gifts. Well, today I want to talk about the fact that we need to have fight languages. Part of being in a relationship, romantic, platonic, professional, is we will have conflicts and fights. And navigating fights is as important as navigating love. We all have our basic way of responding to conflict. And in this podcast, I want to suggest a few ways that people respond in sort of a summary format. There may be other variations, but these are mine. I don't think it's too hard to draw a um, correlation between either love languages or fight languages and non-romantic interpersonal relationships, or maybe even uh, not interpersonal relationships. But in the case of fight languages, you know, How do you engage with conflict on the job type of thing, right? We can all draw some corollaries there. But for the context of this podcast, I'm going to talk about them really almost as if they're exclusive to a romantic relationship, understanding that we probably have some some ways of applying them in other areas. I can recall when we were in our cancer journey with Alina that we still had arguments, right? Um, And... The difference, though, was that it was critically important for us to be in sync and that uh, we could be expressive. Those arguments might come from, you know, frustration or maybe even mixes of frustration and sadness or other things. But um, those expressions were uh, welcome. They were managed in a place that was safe because we knew that... uh, the relationship was not going to end or dissolve in any sort of way, uh, regardless of what the discussion or the argument was about, right? Uh, And having that kind of security uh, and ability to feel safe also allows you to feel powerful. You can express yourself, um, and oddly enough, it actually allows you to take ownership, I think, in a better way for that self-expression. So here's a brief explanation of the four categories of the fight languages. Explosive. This is the classic short fuse. They go nuclear very quickly. They're the all-in at the poker table. Maybe they do this to overwhelm the opposition with force. Maybe to rain down such a hellacious storm for the punishment for the challenge. The challenge here is to see through all that display and that the person on the other side might be very intimidated, they might be very hurt, they also might be very arrogant. Um, But in this case, it's how do you manage the storm without complete surrender? The finger pointer, whether quiet or loud, this person is hard to pin down. They blame and deflect expertly. It's like fishing with your hands. There may be in this person a strong fear of consequences. There may be a need to maintain their public perception, their image, or their ego. 
But regardless of what a, whatever the subsurface reason is, the challenge here is to get everyone to focus on the same topic. Shutting down. This is the person typically referred to as a doormat. They are fearful of matching the energy level of any engagement. They shut down in order to not feel strong negative emotions. This person paired with the explosive. Now, arguments might end quickly, but they are probably not ever going to get resolved. Passive-aggressive. This is the person who brings up all of your past sins while ignoring the current issues. They gaslight. They use various linguistic and emotional subterfuge to pass the aggression back to you. This one, like all the others, you need a specific response to agree to focus on the topic at hand. That there may be unresolved grievances, but that we have to solve what's in front of us now before we start dealing with all of those. Otherwise, you end up with the whole thing unraveling. The point like love languages, is to better understand a critical component of the human experience. Life is truly 50-50, and arguing is a natural and expected part of any healthy relationship. Not arguing is not indicative of a healthy relationship. But what we want to do is to learn to argue and do it from a place of love and curiosity. That will make any relationship better. If you want to be in that relationship, you need to learn how to argue. Okay, so now that we've got your fight language and we know the other person's fight language, we need a tool to manage the interaction. For instance, you need a safe word, right? I'm with explosive and I'm a shutter downer and we go into our argument and someone needs to say the safe word, whatever it is, to say, hey, I've dropped into my default mode and I want to have a different experience. I want a different outcome. So let's do a reset. It's a signal that we need to change the energy in this interaction. So maybe explosive will take a walk, right? And then come back. And maybe shutdown will do some meditation or some deep breathing and then come back. Both can pick a time and a format where they will come back to re-engage after the reset activity. Last thing. There really is no goal to the argument. Let me explain. None, really. In coaching, we teach that you don't actually have a relationship with a person, spouse, husband, whomever. You have a relationship with your thoughts about that person. So, without unpacking that further, the thing is, is you are just having thoughts and feelings, right? When you're in an argument, you're just having thoughts and feelings about something that someone said or didn't say, did or didn't do, right? And it's your thoughts and feelings that are creating the conditions, and theirs as well, creating the conditions to have this argument, right? So the arguments, there's no goal to it. Uh, really, the goal is, what's the goal for your relationship? How do you guys want to show up for one another? How do you want to show up for the other people in your life? How do you want to show up for yourself, regardless of the relationship, right? Those things, those goals, will be supported, furthered, right? Um, you know, implemented by learning not just love languages, 
but learning your fight language and learning to fight better. Okay, again, thanks for anyone who's tuning in and uh, look forward to talking with you again. Bye now. Thank you for joining us. Share this episode with friends, families, and others in the fight. We'd love to hear from you. What's your story? What are your thoughts, experiences, and what would you like to hear discussed? Reach out at www.coachingyouthrough.com. That's coachingyouthrough, with the letter U, dot com.